0: attention seniors on medicare and medicaid or receiving extra help for your prescription drugs we have great news you can change or enroll into a medicare plan every three months if you qualify all from the comfort and safety of your own home over the phone no one even needs to come to your home and in minutes we'll tell you all about some additional new medicare benefits for you like dental vision hearing transportation and more call us We'll explain all your new Medicare benefits. Premiums are as low as $0 per month. Even if you are not paying anything for your coverage now, you need to call our licensed agents to review your plan. There are zero-cost plans available in some areas, don't wait till next year. Get all the Medicare benefits you deserve. Call a licensed agent today.
1: 800 461 2114. 800 461 2114. That's 800 461 2114. Paid for by Senior Choice Plan.
2: Welcome back to Hour 3 of Radio Law Talk. It is the 15th of January, 2022. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Those of you who have stayed this long, you've tightened your seatbelt, you've pulled it really tight, and you're still hanging out with Cal, Fred, and Denise. I tried to do a little slow, relaxing, calm entry into the third hour because by the third hour people have got their feet up and they're just relaxing right now. Denise, did you know that? Yeah. That's what they're doing. I know what I'm doing. Um, Unless they're driving. Well, maybe they're relaxing. (laughs) Welcome WKUL 92.1 FM, Coleman, Alabama. That's one of the new stations that have come on board. We appreciate you coming on board with us. What a wonderful opportunity to be part of this Radio Law Talk family and we thank you for listening to us. All over 100 affiliates now one in one way or the other. To our knowledge, I think it's over 100. I haven't counted. There's just too many right now. So we love it and appreciate it. We're going to talk today, this third hour, about the Supreme Court ruling on vaccine mandates. Denise and I are going to have a few twists on that. Kim Kardashian, Floyd Mayweather's, and other people are being sued over cryptocurrency. We're going to talk about that. By the way, <clears throat> cryptocurrency, NFTs huh, I'm telling you, I'm a, I think I'm a smart lawyer. That's something I just don't touch. Everyone's like, oh, Fred, you got to get into crypto and, and NFTs. And I'm like, you know what, guys? There's only so much capacity in my brain, and that's just not one that I have capacity to handle. And uh, so I don't think uh, I have any investments. I think I bought $1,000 of crypto one time just for the heck of it, just so I could say I've got something there. But let me tell you a little secret. Here's our private secret. Todd Cuden, our other co-host that's not here today. He loves that crypto stuff. He's into it, he understands it. You know, he's not he's not a wealthy man, so he doesn't he invests a little bit in it, <clears throat> but he understands it. I don't I don't understand it at all. And I will never forget the day he came in here in Radio Law Talk and he sat here, and I don't know if you remember this Denise. He said, "Fred, go put $100,000. I'm not saying what I have or don't have." Go put a hundred grand into crypto, man. You're gonna make some money. And I'm like, how much is crypto? He goes, five thousand a share. I'm like, oh my gosh, I you know, I have no idea what I'm doing. Nothing about it, so I ignored it. Well, what did crypto do after that? Went to what fifty, sixty thousand dollars a share, or something like that. And Todd to this day looks at me and goes, I told you. And then I'm like, well. But then when – if you have told me something else that crashed, I would have lost it all, right? So – but anyway, we're going to talk about that today. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather, among others, are being sued over cryptocurrency. We're going to talk about a Chicago judge that gets caught on a hot mic. It's not just the judge, <laughs> but it's the prosecutor's and oh my gosh! It's like,
3: be careful what you say, folks.
2: But it's just like wow. And then you and then they hear the staff of the court laughing, you know, about what the judge is saying. Now is the staff laughing like a nervous laugh, like, ha, 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 Your Honor, ha, ha, that shouldn't have been saying that. Ha, ha. But you know what I'm saying. I, I'm not right. blaming the staff because here's the judge doing some stuff. But it is very interesting. And this is a very uh, conservative woman. I'm not going to say she's conservative, but she she represents um, kind of the, the downtrodden conservative people that are uh, – who is she? she she's
3: criminal. She, she does be. criminal. To, to... She represented Cosby. Yeah, Cosby. That's right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. so she represents a lot of the uh, criminal people and, and individuals that have been kind of to some degree wronged. Um, and she's right now on this case that, that the hot mic occurred is um, she's trying to get a conviction overturned of a – uh, individual that was convicted of a crime years and years ago and apparently she's just a superstar great trial lawyer but we're going to go over what was said in detail that is the most interesting stuff that oh my gosh you don't let that get out your honor so you got to be careful now with the hot mic because why is it why does a judge have a hot mic what's going on now? let me explain what's going on in the court systems. So, now, in the court system, we like uh see are not this this trial we're in now, but the last trial we we're in, the court um played it live on YouTube, and so you can stream live the court proceeding and watch it because normally in a court system before the pandemic. You had the right, generally speaking, unless a, unless a judge has the right to keep people out, you can come in and watch the trial. In yes, public. They're public. public. They're public, right? Unless the judge keeps people out. So to keep that going, they, they put it out there online, and you can listen to it live via streaming.
3: Right, because they're not going to allow people in the court right now. With the COVID thing. With the
2: exception of the
3: litigants, right. the attorneys, and the witnesses.
2: But guess what? Whoopsie. What do they do? They left it on. So... Uh, <laughs> this was streaming out. I bet you it
3: was the bailiff. It probably was. <laughs> Click. I'm going to
2: keep this thing on. <laughs> but you got to be careful what you say, right? So we're going to go over that, and, and there's some interesting things, Cal. You're going you're to laugh at that one. Um, but before we do any of that stuff, Cal, take us to our third and final case or no case for Denise and I to get points.
4: Now
5: it's time to play Case
2: or No Case. Yay!
5: All right, I promise you. I love this. Mash.
2: I love Mash.
3: Do you know the words to this? Suicide is painless. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is yes. it really? Yes.
5: I know. Huh. It was, I know it was written by a kid. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, Mash was a very popular television show. Its finale episode still ranks as one of the most watched television shows ever. But the producers of Mash and CBS Television got in a little fight. Over the use of laugh tracks on the TV show. The producers Larry Gelbart and Gene Reynolds went to the network, which always used laugh tracks on comedies as a matter of policy, and said, uh, there's no audience in the operating room, so why do we have laugh tracks during the operating room scenes? The network executive says, well, A, it's CBS policy to have laugh tracks in comedies, and B, how will the audience know that it's not a drama show, and how will they know when to laugh? So... They got out their contract with CBS and went to an attorney to see if they could compel the network to stop using laugh tracks on parts of their show. Now, the attorney said, the creative aspect of the show is your responsibility. But CBS, they can edit out anything they want, but can they add something? That's the real question here in the issue. The producers were willing to die on that hill. They were willing to go to the wall. And so I ask you what they asked their attorney. Case... Or no case, in fact. I think it's your turn to go first. Is I
2: absolutely think I've heard this before, Cal. Okay. That this is an actual. I know this happened, and I am trying to think if it was a lawsuit. What I am trying to think is, was it a lawsuit or was it just allegations back and forth? And I am going to say it was a lawsuit. And I am, and okay. So let me make sure I am clear. CBS said it did not want the laugh tracks in there? No, they oh, said want they it. do. and They, said they have, want it. It's our editorial
5: policy to Got have it. laugh tracks in every comedy, including so, this
2: one. So CBS wanted it in, and who didn't want it in? The producers. The Bart- producers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So under their contract and their agreement, who has the right to do what now? CBS had the right to edit.
5: They had the right to uh, censor, you should say. But mm-hmm. the question is, did they have the right to put something in, like a laugh track?
3: Yeah, in other words, creative control was the producers. Right,
2: I get it, I get it. I'm going to say it's a case and the producers win because I think they have control over what that's going to happen. And that's not, a laugh track is not going to be something that could be sensitive or could be falling outside the realm of what's appropriate. Um, And so I I think it's going to be a case and the producers win. And with that, great Analysis and phenomenal, brilliant mind. We're going to go. To our, our break, and then well, we haven't heard from me yet. Isn't that who you're talking about? Well, that's next. The, this the most brilliant. I'm the second most brilliant. Marine. Okay. Well, you <laughs> can give us a quick answer if you want. No, let's know. let's. Oh. She likes to think. Yeah. Cal. In what
5: way are you leaning? Are you leaning case or no? <laughs> Don't.
3: Don't. I, I'm leaning strategy.
5: Ah, uh, here we go. Here All here right, we're going to be back after we this. So stay tuned. The answer to case or no case, and more radio law talk are coming right up, right after this. and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
4: Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5,000,000 in 60 seconds? We're to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales. We can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple. Repayment plans are flexible and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523.
0: Call now. So they called this company they heard on the radio called the Tax Doctor. And the Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor.
1: If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610.
0: Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now.
1: 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. 352 3308 That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit value of the
4: vehicle, long term, and other factors.
0: I like the Amargosa Valley.
4: Time
5: to get back to Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your
1: favorite radio station.
2: Okay, Denise, you had your time to think about uh, following Fred, FF, follow Fred, or uh, you decide you're going to go on your own on this.
3: Uh, but what's the facts again? <laughs> okay,
5: the two producers of MASH decided that they did not want to use laugh tracks in operating room scenes of the show. CBS said it's always been our editorial policy since I love Lucy to have laugh tracks on comedies. It's going to stay. And the two producers said, well, we're going to get to a lawyer, go over our contract... And see who has ultimate editorial control over our show. Is it the network or is it the producers? And they were willing to die on that hill. They stood up there and drew a line in the sand.
3: So that's the question, case or no case. And um, Fred, correct me, but you said it's a case?
2: Uh, It's a case and the producers win.
3: And so I'm going to say that it is not a case.
2: But it's a true scenario Is this a because st- they settled it. Is this a strategic decision that are making? Wait a huh? minute. She said they said – so wait a minute. You can't stop. Okay. So you're saying they settled before the case was filed. So Correct. You, so you're saying a case was never filed. Correct. It was a scenario but they didn't – that they settled it.
3: I think the okay. settlement was a compromise that the um, CBS could do the laugh tracks on all but their operation scenes.
2: Before any lawsuit was
3: filed. Yep.
5: Okay, so
3: scenario, no
5: case. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you this much right now. It was in fact a true story, oh, except geez. for the legal part. Shoot! The producers got the network to agree that they would not
2: have oh. laugh, laugh tracks in the operating <laughs> she's, room. She's laughing at me and pointing at me. <laughs> I, I got to take. I should have taken that picture. She's laughing and pointing at me. Yes. Well, now, at least Todd didn't get it right. Now, now the <laughs> the cast in the show brought this up to the producers. They said.
5: there's no audience in the operating room. Why would we have people laughing in there? And the network said, because that's how we've always done it. And besides, they said, well, how would people know that something's supposed to be funny? And the two producers, Gelbart and the other, said, well, how about the writing and the lines and the delivery of the actors? So uh, no case and no laugh track in many of the operating scenes for most of the episodes for the famous television show mash and that is
2: case nailed it denise Denise. good job denise Denise. way to go (laughs) that was freaking good job all right two extra points for you let's talk a little bit about what's been going on this has been so controversial the um and we kind of nailed it but not exactly for the right reasons but we nailed it um prior on radio law talk about uh whether or not the governor the uh, governor whether or not Biden our president and the federal government could force uh, businesses with a hundred or more employees to mandate vaccinations of their employees, the Supreme Court held no now there are some caveats the the Supreme Court held no with the exception of any health care workers, the healthcare. Um, workers, uh, the federal government can mandate them to be vaccinated. And by the way, we were arguing, not arguing, but we discussed, uh, is there going to be a mass exodus now from the healthcare sector and be a crisis? It's funny, I said, I think there's about 20% of them that are, might be leaving. Denise says, no, there's only 25% that aren't vaccinated. Well, okay. <laughs> but, she, but you might be right, Denise. They might say, I'm going to get vaccinated now. But um, that's going to be interesting to find out. Now let's 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 dice this apart a little bit, Denise. So let's separate um, healthcare workers, and I'll talk a little bit about healthcare workers in a second, and the actual businesses and what the judges did and how they how they uh, differentiated. Go ahead, Denise.
3: Um, it, the businesses were overseen by OSHA, right? And OSHA was an agency that was enacted by Congress. And so there's real clear guidelines as to what OSHA's job is in protecting workers in the workplace. And so the, the court found, and in this particular case, um, Judge Roberts and Judge Kavanaugh, they sided with the um, conservatives and the, all the liberals dissented, uh, but they found that, well, number one, COVID is not always caught in the workplace, so it's not a unique workplace hazard and then number 2 they thought th- that congress if it needed to it could authorize osha and give it permission to regulate the imp- you know the workplace in this type of a situation when there's a pandemic and osha has not done that so they found that osha exceeded its authority and um that it could not impose this um onerous if you will uh, um, regulation upon businesses just because they have 100 or more employees.
2: That's basically what it came down to. Yeah, what's interesting about that, Denise, is, first of all, what's the difference between hundred and ninety-nine and 99 and 101? You know, why are these... That's what bothers me about these just numbers that the government throws out. 100 or less employees. Okay, why not 105? Why not 97? It was 100 I, or more. I know that, but my yeah. point is, is, why that number? It tells you how things are just so... Uh, non-scientific to some degree, right? Arbitrary what, and arbitrary, capricious, capricious you could right. Say, yes. Okay, now the second thing that's interesting you brought up Denise was a oh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. What what um what they brought up about that was let me jump into to why they allowed healthcare. I don't remember. There was another. It point was the I COVID.
3: It was because COVID's
2: not unique to the workplace. Yes, that's the. That's right. That's smart. Yeah. Okay. So h- how do you know? I brought someone brought that up to me. Well, I got COVID. This is a quote. I got COVID because I showed up to this event. I said, but that was like you were there like five hours. Yeah, and that's what happened. Uh, actually, it was a person saying they got it at the hospital. They went to the hospital for. Uh, something that had nothing to do with COVID, right? Knee injury. Uh, That's where I got my COVID. I said, well, where were you the day before you went to the hospital? Because they were there for like five hours. Well, I was with a bunch of friends and people. Okay. What about after the hospital? Well, I was with friends and some other people. How do you know you got it from the hospital? How can you prove that, right? So that's an issue. But when we come back, I'm going to talk about why healthcare providers, the Supreme Court upheld uh, the Biden administration and government's uh, mandate for healthcare workers to get vaccinated to work in uh, uh, the healthcare field. And there's a reason. We'll be back after this.
5: You are listening to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on many great local radio stations. And we thank you. Stay tuned. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. Live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
1: Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, Injecting insulin three or more times per day or using an insulin pump. Call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping, and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 251 7560 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-2-5-1-7-5-6-0. That's, 800-251-7560. that's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply.
4: Oh. Oh, that's dope. Are you serious? serious?
5: Radio Law Talk. Do now, something back to the show.
2: Let's talk a little bit about we were talking about uh, the mandate and what the Supreme Court, the uh, vaccine mandate, and what the Supreme Court held. Um, and I'm back on my turn of why um, two of the justices, Roberts and Kavanaugh, that are generally more conservative. And I'm going to say Roberts is turning to the Kennedy of uh, the court and kind of more of a centrist and and jumps both sides. Um, as they moved over to the side of the liberal justices that wanted a mandate and to force people to be vaccinated in uh, at businesses with a hundred or more employees, uh, they jumped over there and said, when it came to um, nurses and medical personnel, um, they and can hospitals, be hospitals, period. et cetera. Yeah. yeah, they can be mandated for the following reasons: they accept Medicare and Medicaid um, funding, and that's money from the federal government, therefore they basically have standing, the federal government kind of has standing, to go ahead and mandate that. Now, so it's kind of a, a, a win and a loss um, for uh, those who are for uh, mandating it, um, and a win and a loss for those who don't think it should be mandated. Now, here's the interesting thing that we, we need to get into, Denise. So that's what the Supreme Court said. Now what's going to happen to businesses that want to mandate it? And I'm going to say under the the current law and the the laws uh, from Massachusetts, the smallpox cases, um, I think the – the businesses under the current law and what they're gonna, the courts are going to hold is they're going to be able to mandate that. So if a business itself, they kind of let the businesses do what they want, right? The government. I mean, t- with some exceptions, right? But they have certain freedoms. If business A wants to mandate that all their employees have to be vaccinated to work there, they can do that. If business B says they do not require vaccinations in their facility, they can do that.
3: But they may require tests you know they, they, they can require, do it
2: whatever i mean that's don't forget a lot yeah. of businesses can require employees to take what type of tests before they work there drug tests right and that's constitutional and that's okay they're allowed to do that now here's what's going to happen here's what's going to happen this is my prediction no guarantees but a prediction i think what's going to have to happen is denise and i were talking about this and cal i think you you've you've brought this up too there's going to be a shift in the working um, in the in the workplace. And what the shift's going to be, there's going to be people shifting back and forth to different businesses that do or don't require mandates, right? And, um, you know, I know of a couple of nurses that uh, did not want to get vaccinated and were looking for jobs outside their employer and looking for a place that, or a state, or maybe there's a facility in Wyoming that doesn't require vaccine mandates for nurses out there or in a, whatever. Private in versus, a private company in a private company right or let's say a you know a hospital i mean i mean an ambulance company or something like that you're going to see a shift in the workplace of people jumping around there's going to be people doing the opposite look this business does not mandate right denise that all the employees are vaccinated and i want that then you're gonna go jump to a business that man, that, that that forces that so I think you're going to see some shifting around in this country of all types of. I don't think it's going to be massive shift, but there will be shifts, don't you think?
3: Denise, I just right now is such a crazy time for labor. Period. There's just I've never seen such a shortage. I remember when when we um, when we used to look at different types of. Um, Closed systems like water and different type of resources where they doesn't renew itself. And labor was not really considered that. But in today's world, labor right now is really, really um, diminished. And and people are out there needing employees and they can't find them. And labor has a lot more power than they ever have and and I just feel like this is a very unusual time, but at the same time, maybe it was a long time coming. It does give more power back to these potential employees.
2: Well, I think it shifts. You know that you go back and look at history. I think what who was it that said, "If you don't look back at your history, you're a fool." I mean, yeah, history things are go up and down. Yeah, everything. Does. Democrat, Republican, it goes back and forth. Oh my gosh, you know, and I'm not saying where we stand, you know, politically, but oh my gosh, it's a disaster. The Democrats are have taken over, right? Well it'll go back, you know, it eventually does. And what are the Republicans? Took over what a few years back, and they 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 carried most. Of it. It's it 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 fluctuates back and forth, and it's funny. People ask me as a businessman, and this is separate than our radio law talk. Well, how do you, do, Fred? Isn't this a disaster? You know, I always say, I always say this as business. And when it comes to business and or your law of practice, I'm a sailboat, and I adjust my sails when I'm in the ocean depending on which way the wind hits. And if you're smart you'll adjust your sails cuz the wind's going to go one way or the other it's going to constantly shift and that's the way our political system is and who knows maybe now with all these with this is going on it might shift back to republican we don't know but but what happens is is, is it, it always shifts and goes back and forth. Isn't that right, Denise?
3: Yeah, I, I kind of have a strategy or a little thought about things. Um, I mean, if you want to promote conservative bases, then you attack them mm-hmm. because more people will swing toward conservative if the conservatives are attacked because we all have kind of this moral compass base, or most people do. and But it's not the same for liberal Liberal has to – it takes kind of like pulling away and it's it's a little bit more of a fight. And it is a pendulum that swings back and forth. And we almost always end up at some point back in a centrist Supposed position. To. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But you know what's interesting about that, Denise? And I don't know if I, I, I fully understand what you're trying to say, but I, I kind of do. But I've always said this and I've brought this up on our times. You want change? You hit them in the pocketbook. <laughs> you don't like this? What this person – what this this doing? Then don't don't use their services. If you don't like that that uh, station um, that that you know, I'm not going to say the name of uh, that you know where you fill up your your car and get your snacks because they don't treat you right or you don't like the, what they do, then go to the one across the street.
3: Your yeah, we have choices. Yeah,
2: the point, the point mm-hmm. is is you you use. I mean, I'm even more than that than going out with a picket picket line. You know, it's like use your wallet. <laughs> we what, forget
5: sometimes the power of the marketplace. That's
2: exactly yeah. right. It's right. exactly right. Use the wallet. But anyway, we we, we went we went way <laughs> off the edge, but that was fun to talk about that. I want to talk about, you know, look, uh go ahead let's let's talk about the Robert F Kennedy assassination um and uh the what what's what's you know what's the guy's name always Sirhan, Sirhan 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 yeah Sirhan Sirhan Sirhan
3: yeah, Sirhan, yeah. Sirhan um he believe it or not he well he's in California prison system, uh the act of of the murder of uh, the assassination of Robert F Kennedy uh, did occur, um in California, and what happened is that um after the assassination happened and Sirhan Sirhan was convicted. Um, He was actually going to be convicted for death, but then California changed the death policy by a very liberal justice who is no longer on. But that had the impact of switching a lot of people from being on death row into not being um, able to be put to death. And and Sirhan Saran was one of those, and so was uh, Charles Manson. So... That's interesting, and all of that. So Sir Hansaran came up for parole, yeah. and the parole board supported him to be paroled. And that kind of put a lot of people at arms, especially the families of RFK. And so our governor And the Newsom country. And the there's, country. There's
2: people that are— yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: And so our, our governor, Governor Newsom, he does do good things. Uh, he's a sometimes. far left
2: liberal, isn't he? Yes, he is. And look at the, this is kind of more of a step up on the conservative side. Kind it of. is. Yeah. It
3: seems more rightist, but it's just the right thing, I think, is really what it's about. Um, He said that he is he's overturned the parole board's decision because he has authority to do that. And he said because Sirhan currently poses an unreasonable threat to public safety, because um he has not you know admitted to what he has done, he has not accepted responsibility, he lacks insight and accountability, and he has failed to disclaim future violence and because he has not mitigated the risk factors that he certainly proposes or um he has today. Um, he cannot be paroled
5: in his parole hearing. He's alleged to have said, well, I, I think I was drunk Well, if in fact I did that it was a bad thing in other words not accepting full responsibility right. For right. taking the senator's life. Well, here's the yeah.
2: deal that look uh, You know applaud, you know the governor because this is the governor said he this was his hero apparently um, it was it was Robert F. Kennedy was uh, California governor's hero he said that apparently and i
3: really liked him too
2: yeah i saw
3: him in medford oregon and he was like in front of the city hall and he was you know talking it was one of the very first times i ever watched a politician talk i was quite young at the time. time and yeah and i just remember how charismatic i remember him saying things that i felt even as a child that were pretty strong and powerful and and All of those type of things.
2: Great, great person. When we come back, we're going to talk briefly. Wow, a Chicago judge and prosecutor, assistant uh, prosecutor, and Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather being sued. We're going to talk about that. We're going to close it out with quick takes.
5: Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away.
0: My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back.
1: Call now, 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. 800-918-1376 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376
5: Okay, man, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at
4: aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
0: Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Oh, stop it.
5: And now, back to Radio Law Talk. Here are Fred Penny and Denise Dirks.
2: Oh, sorry, for there you yeah, go. My no, bad. No problem. My so, bad. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, look, just really quick, we're not going to get into this. Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather uh, are sued by uh, cryptocurrency, people who invested it, saying that they kind of, to some degree, uh, were part of a scam and misleading them. Uh, I don't know the details. We don't like cryptocurrency. We don't want to talk about it. Denise <laughs> and I are like, let's not talk about that. So there you go. We we at least brought it up, Denise, right? But let's, let's jump right into this. This Chicago judge. Um, okay, now there's a famous lawyer by the name of Jennifer Bonjean. Jennifer Bonjean. Um, those of you who don't know is the lawyer for Bill Cosby, and she uh, has a tendency to. And she's a criminal defense lawyer. No,
3: she's a civil. She's a civil rights attorney. Yeah, yeah. Well, civil yeah.
2: rights, but yeah. she, she defends the people for the, the yeah. that are do criminal that are uh uh, but but what she does is she kind of – she takes the unpopular people and she defends them. And, and I applaud her for that. That is sometimes the hardest thing to do is to um, represent the unpopular. And, and when we stop – here's my – I'm on my soapbox again. When we stop um, representing or don't want to represent the unpopular and the, the society comes down on those lawyers for doing that or they're fired because of that – um, I think we're, our country's in grave danger because um, that's, that's part of our country, the freedom that we have and the Constitution that allows everybody, no matter what their situation, to have the right to be represented. And I'm not going to get into my political beliefs, but I, it makes me mad when I hear about people that, you know, well, I'm protesting that law firm and those lawyers because they represent this person or that political party or this – it irritates me. You know what? It irritates me because that's our system. And even those who who need who need uh, representation, no matter how heinous the crime. So that's what she does, and um, so she comes before this this judge in Chicago, Judge Reigns, and and then there's the Assistant District Attorney's office, uh, Mister uh, Bacaro. Um, I don't ooh, is it a man or a woman? I, I know it's Bacaro is the last name. Anyway. Um, um, and and the, she's on a case trying to get a conviction overturned, an old conviction overturned. Now, what's happening in today's society? Those of you who don't, real, you know, know what's going on in the in the courtrooms day to day, they're now courts, generally speaking, unless the judge uh, disallows it, people are able to come in and watch a trial. It is it's a it's a public place, right? With certain rules, by the way. So what they've done is they have allowed live stream. Uh, in the court cases. In fact, not this last case that we're involved in, our firm, but the last case, the ca- case where we've had like three trials in a row, right? Boom, boom, boom. Um, it was live streamed on YouTube. You can you could watch the case, right? Um, and sometimes they just do it, you know, audio or, lo- or live. So that's the case in, in, in this Chicago courtroom is they had it live streamed. What was going on? Well, guess what happened? No different than Durst. What happens is... They left the live stream going after the case was over. And Denise had a – she laughed. I love Denise's little thing. Fred, it was probably the bailiff that was mad <laughs> and <laughs> left it on. I'm not saying – it probably wasn't, but we're laughing about that. And so this is – are these are the quotes. Let's start talking, Denise, about – this is a Cook County uh, circuit court judge, William Rains and Bucaro, who's the state uh, assistant attorney general. And then there was some other – Uh, attorneys involved but those are the two ones that we're talking and it starts out and then I want you to interrupt when you want it starts out with the judge says um, and they're talking about you know her demeanor Uh, that is the uh, Jennifer Bonjean did quote did you see her going nuts glasses off fingers through her hair and the phone's going all over the place Uh, it's insane and and that's what you know okay that doesn't sound too bad um, and then the assistant state attorney general, uh, estate, assistant state, oh, no, it's Susie Beccaro. It's at a woman. Um, says what, Denise? What does she say? Oh, well, that was so entertaining. That was so entertaining. Now I'm going to go to the next one. The judge replies, it was entertaining for me. Um, and then he continued to say, can you imagine? This is the just killer. Can you imagine waking up next to her every day? Oh, my <laughs> blank, you know? Um, and, and this and by the way this is all being heard live on on the uh, on the air right then what happened? on the then live stream yeah. some, okay so then uh so Bucaro and the other assistant uh, state attorney is another woman by the way start laughing
3: yeah this isn't just men here yeah this yeah is, yeah male and females kind of talking very badly right. about one of the you know the, the attorneys okay
2: and so they're laughing and the, and then they say what boccaro replies what there, well, go ahead. She
3: says there would be a number of things wrong with my life if I had if I was waking up to her next to her every day. It's like, oh my gosh, now, there's Cal, so much that dude, to Dude, Cal,
2: that is just that's just crazy, right? Last time I heard, that was from my wife. Yes, <laughs> well, well, my wife does all the time. So, but the judge reigns then says, <laughs>
4: oh, "This is the judge."
2: The judge says, "I couldn't get a vision, a visual on that if you." Paid me. Oh my gosh! Wow. Talk about disparaging this lady. And then so rains and and Bukaro, Then then they basically uh, go on and talk about one of her assistants. Uh, that's that's this uh, this uh, Bonjean's assistant. And, and they and they call the assistant a quote thirteen year old boy dressed up in a suit. <laughs> it's like uh, and this is uh, Bonjean's man child, right? It's just. Hammering them. And don't forget, this judge is supposed to be neutral, right? Wow. And, and you know, I could just see, I don't agree with it, but I could see the the opposite attorney kind of bad mouthing the other attorney, you know, just sure. quietly. You know, the other attorney's bat, they banter back and forth. But the judge does not need to get involved in this. And Denise, we talked about what's going to happen <laughs> now. What's next? And by the way, by the way, Miss Bojean, they interviewed her. Good for her. She said, I forgave him. And there's a and the judge hasn't apologized, but the other ones have. She, and she said, "I forgave him." I watched her her interview, and she said, "I, I forgive him."
3: Good for her. She did, but she also brought a judicial complaint. Well,
2: wouldn't you, Denise? <laughs> I would. I, I would too.
3: I think Absolutely. that it's and then one thing I learned about in Illinois is that they had so many vacancies for a very long time they just couldn't feel. and so their um, their judicial punishment system is really kind of out of whack they just don't have the it's called the judicial inquiry board and they just don't have enough uh money and and people to do the investigations and stuff and so it's more than likely that he will get some kind of a reprimand but it's probably going to be like something like public reprimand or public disapproval but it's not going to be removal.
2: No, I don't know. I and mean, he look, wasn't
3: in his official capacity at the time. He right. was he didn't make these statements. He read them on the record, but he didn't make them during the process and so he's probably going to get his hands slapped.
2: Yeah, and and the assistant attorney general's uh, attorneys that's that's typical ban- I'm you know, I'm not agreeing with it, but that's banter between lawyers, you know. You just kind of a little bit. I'm not saying I do it or or other lawyers do, but that's lawyer bound. You may
3: feel pressured because you're talking to a judge to kind yes, of like engage,
2: right? But
3: at the same time, it was inappropriate, and right. it's so. I have to. Well,
2: go ahead, go ahead. You have to. What? Nope
3: we have to. We have to do. Let's quick
2: let's takes. end this thing. This is hour three. This is our quick takes. This is the most important time uh, to, for us to just do a quick little take. Go ahead, can, Denise, can we, Denise? Start. Yeah, I Denise, wanna... are you ready to start, Denise? Go right I ahead. Am. I'm. Like.
3: What did I learn from the L.A. police getting fired? Uh, don't play Pokemon on the job. It's addictive, and grounds for dismissal.
2: So exactly, I got two, Cal. All Number right. one, while in the toilet with the hot mic on, don't go hurt and then say, "What the blank did I do?" Kill all <laughs> of them, of course. Don't ever say that. And my final quick take is, you know, be careful to judge Alec Baldwin. Uh, in in this uh, tragic shooting case in on the rust set. What's happening with uh, the timing of everything that's going on? Uh, the system works. This is normal, people. Just let it, let it work through the process. Thank you for joining us. This is Frederick Penny, Denise Dirks, and Todd. And not Todd. Thanks for joining us. Well, for Todd, you know, actually.
5: But uh, for everyone here, thanks for being with us on Radio Law Talk. We truly appreciate it. We'll see you next week.